40 and final. Today we go far. We go the mile. Welcome the one, the only, Kyle. Ooh, I like that one. Supposed to say something or is this? And, no, that, that's your intro. Kyle, you ruined it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's some Welcome nice smooth the, jazz there. I know. I, I, I love jazz. It's, it's, one of my, it's, one of, it's one of the musics I like to play the most, though, to be honest. It's fun to play on the piano, too. It's very it, – it's, it's a fun music type, honestly, a genre, I meant. But you know what I mean. Anyways, we're getting off track. Welcome back to Hoodie and Flannel, episode 7. I kept saying it was 8, but it's 7. Episode 8, 8 and 7. Episode 7. Dang <laughs> it, I messed myself up. Episode 7, here with a special guest, if you haven't noticed with the, the little jazzy music, we have Kyle on today. Hi, how are you? Hey, oh, wait, I, I gotta do my voice. Hi, how are you? There you go. There we go. There you go. The nerdy Kyle voice. Uh, so let's just jump right in, because I think we got... Dawson, you got something. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Kyle, what you been doing during this quarantine? Uh, not much. Just trying not to end I mean, out like Truthfully... Truthfully, how many documentaries have you watched during this time? Um, that's a hard question. <laughs> uh, quite a few, quite a few. I'm not surprised. Uh, classic, Kyle. Not surprised. Staying true with, for you to yourself, Kyle. <laughs> okay, so today, Kyle's got some stories for us. Yes, he does. So you can just jump right in, Kyle? Uh, so I got some interesting stories here. Uh, many of you might have heard these stories. Maybe not. I've, I told this story quite a few times. But um, three of my stories, though, I got three stories here. Uh, one where I almost got kidnapped. Uh, I nearly got into a fist fight with a random guy over a dog. And uh, I was confused for a homeless thief. So uh, interesting stories. <laughs> Not many, not many people have this kind of stuff happen to them, but I, I, either I'm a very unlucky individual or a very lucky individual. I'm not 100% sure about that one. It can go either way. Yeah, yeah I guess. So, first story, I mean, it happened a few years ago. I mean, I was in South Carolina at the time, living in a eh, decent-sized neighborhood. It wasn't too big, but I was walking my dogs, uh, Barrett and Jesse, and... I'd already walked Barrett for like three or four miles. And then I decided to walk Jesse for maybe one or two because she's a little bit older. So I uh, started walking the dog and I noticed this car kind of slowly riding behind me, you know, just like really, really strange car. It's a full black uh, pickup truck, blacked out windows, chrome tires and a chrome uh, grill or whatever. So Yes, always black trucks. And it had blackout windows, so <laughs> fitting those stereotypes of kidnapper cars. But so it's like slowly moving behind me, and I was just thinking that's a little, you know, off. Not, I mean, just like I haven't seen this car before. I've walked the neighborhood quite a few times. So anyway, I'm going down the road, and it's slowly falling behind me, and I'm just kind of keeping my peripheral on it, you know, my keeping the corner of my eye. I start rounding a corner mm-hmm. towards my house and I just like straight up look back at it to see like, just like what's going on there. And he, I guess the driver freaked out or something because he like sped up and pulled into some empty uh, driveway, which that could have fooled someone. 
Really? Yeah, it could have fooled someone who hasn't been living in that neighborhood for a while, but I'd been around that loop enough times to know that that car does not belong there. So unless the person who owns that house bought a new car, that's not their car. So <laughs> Kyle's a detective. Yeah, just just like I, it's like uh, just stuff you notice when you've been in areas long enough. You just kind of like know when things start to seem strange. So. Anyway, I start speeding up my walk, and I hear it pull out of that driveway and start going around. And, well, that neighborhood I lived in is just one big, giant loop with a single exit and entrance. So it's just a big loop, and it starts going around the other way. So I just kind of speed up my walk because it's like, I'm not staying out here much longer with that kind of creeper walking or uh, driving around there. So I speed up and I get to the top of the hill and start turning into my little area. So I'm at like the top of a loop and I'm turning into like a little exit area where my uh, cola sack is. And as I start getting towards my house, I look back up and sure enough, that truck is sitting on that hill just where I crossed. He was trying to cut me off. Oh. Yeah. Just, oh my goodness. Just very uh, weird. Now this is the weirdest part. He, that guy, he rolled down his window, and I don't know what he was thinking, but he started shouting at me, and he had a weird accent. I mean, he looked Hispanic. He was just, just a shorter guy. I mean, so he may have had a Spanish accent. Again, he, we were quite a few di- uh, big distance, so not really sure mm-hmm. about that. But he started shouting at me, and I couldn't really understand much things he said, but there's one thing I did understand, he said. He said, you... Poor kid, you have S poor eyesight. Yeah, he was cussing at me. Yeah, poor S eyesight. And because uh, I've been following you this whole time, and you have no idea. And that's the weird part. I'm just like, I don't even know why he admitted <laughs> to following me. It's like, just why would you admit to something like that? <laughs> what, are, what are you going to gain out of that? I th- what I think he was trying to do is maybe get me mad or try and get me to see what he's talking about, to, like try and get me back up there but i was like no i'm not going back so walked back in the house and i was like hey mom there's this weird guy <laughs> so he pulled out, oh my yeah he pulled out really quick and left and that was the last time i ever saw him there so yeah that's one of my stories. you guys got any comments on that or... <laughs> it was me the whole time <laughs> oh, no. dawson's a short uh dawson, dawson flew all the way to north carolina <laughs> south carolina Got a got a tinted truck, followed Kyle the whole way, made up this whole uh, accent just to scare you, and then drive away, go back to Washington just for that. <laughs> just just to mess with me. Um, just to scare just to mess with me. <laughs> oh man, it was a really just. Oh that. Yeah, go ahead. That was a scary. I've never heard that story, and I was like, I was actually kind of like scared with you for some reason. I know you're okay, but for some reason, I was like. I, it was good story. What if Kyle gets kidnapped and, what, and I never see him again? What if Kyle just died, gets killed? But I lived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That was a good story, though. Anyways, carry on. On to the next. On the, uh, carry on. So, this story is a little pretext. Uh, we're watching The Hills Dog, and if The Hills are listening to this, and uh, yeah, this happened, by the way. It was your dog, Carl. <laughs> you never told them? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I, don't, I never told them. Uh, so this, <laughs> I, I told other people, so if they told the Hills, then it's not a new story to them, but I just that, just the fact that it's their dog. And uh, okay. so anyway, 
I was, uh, I literally just left my neighborhood. This was like at the start of quarantine. So it's a rather recent story. Oh. Just like maybe a few days into quarantine after, or in, after the Hills left anyway, I start walking Carmel and, well, she hasn't exactly been uh, walk trained. Like she doesn't really know how to act when walking, which wouldn't be a big do- deal because the uh, Hills where they live, it's a rather open neighborhood. Not many cars go down it. So it's not a huge deal. But the habit she has is she likes cars. She loves cars. It's like, it's, it's not a bad hat. Uh, no, no, that, yeah, it's a bad habit because, I mean, <laughs> it's a really bad habit. She loves running in front and behind cars, even if they're running. Like, it's just not a very safe habit. So I'm walking Carmel, and I'm trying to train her to, like, not run towards cars because previously I nearly got hit by a car. Granted, it was in front of a stop sign, so he could have stopped. But still, I don't like getting yanked in front of moving cars. It's not a fun thing to go through. So I'm trying to train her to keep walking straight with me. So I'm held, keeping her held right up against me, like you should when walking a dog. But she yanked super hard. She's a larger puppy. So she yanked super hard and got out of my hand. So I just like stiffened up my arm and let her yank herself. And this is with a non-choke harness. So the worst she did was just jolt herself backwards and may have gotten a quick surprise. But like she wouldn't have been hurt or anything from it. So... That happens. I just stiff armor and she pops back towards me and some guy going down a road, the road sees me pop the dog. I'm not sure what, but anyway, so he's coming down the road. He sees me like maybe for a split second, just like the dog get yanked backwards. He rolls down the window and starts yelling at me. He's like, Mm -hmm. again, another guy. I don't understand why people curse when they're like, when they're yelling at somebody, it's more of this like, I just wish that more people would have just decent conversations when they're mad. They think they're tougher. Yeah. Yeah. I more think of that's a scare factor. I mean, like when you're, when you curse at somebody, it like kind of triggers a thought in your head. It's like, Oh man, this is serious. He, he's yelling at me. He's cursing. No. So anyway, he starts cursing at me. He goes, take care of that dog other, of course he used other language but he said keep, keep care of that keep care of that dog you uh dip <laughs> dip s you know so oh. yeah he yells that at me and he starts driving away and i'm like i'm kind of shocked at this i'm just like what the heck like if he would have just asked me to be just be careful with the dog i could have explained to him that the dog needed some training with not running in front of cars like anybody can agree with that. <laughs> anybody can agree a dog should not be allowed to run in front of a car. For yeah, the, yeah, I guess that makes sense. The owner's safety and the dog's safety. So he just rolls off and he starts like watching me through his rearview mirror. And Carmel, she bolts again. And I'm not really ready for it. I'm more pay attention to the guy behind me because he's a little bit more of a threat than the dog at this moment. So I'm keeping my eye on him and she bolts and I'm not really ready for it. So she's running. She starts pulling me and I pull back to try and keep her beside me, you know, and he sees me do that. And oh man, I could see his, his face got so disappointed in that mirror. I could see his face in the rear view mirror and he got like the super just mean grin on his face and he slammed on his brakes and full reverse back to me. And he looks at me dead in the eye and said, what do you, what did I say? Take care of that. Like, you know, 
start going off on me. And, and then, like, I'm still kind of confused at this situation right now. I don't know why this 20-year-old or 25-year-old guy is going off on me over me stiff-arming a dog in a no, non-choke harness. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, I kind of understand what he's coming through as in, like, maybe he thinks I may have been an abusive dog owner. But he only saw me for a split second, and all he saw me do was stiff-arm a running-away dog. Yeah. yeah, the dog is running. The dog is running. I'm just trying to keep her from doing that. It's a very tight road that we walk on, so it's best you keep the dog closest to you. But again, she yanks out of my hand because she's just getting a large puppy. So, you know, that hyper stage yeah. full of energy and just a large dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I understand that. So this guy, he starts going off on me. And then I go, so I'm, again, I'm still a little bit confused about this. And I go, excuse me, sir. Like, I, I didn't mean to sound rude or anything like that. I just like, excuse me. Like, I, please explain yourself. <laughs> excuse me? I didn't, again, I didn't mean to sound Excuse me? <laughs> so, and then at this point, I, I think he may have taken offense to that for whatever reason. So he looks me dead in the eye, just the angriest glare I've ever seen someone do at me and goes, oh, so you want to fight now? Oh. <laughs> oh. And, uh, I'm just looking at him like, at that point, I had already pulled Carmel kind of behind me, and I'm getting in like a little bit of a defensive stance, because it's like, I don't know much about him. He seems angry, and he got angry very quickly over a, not a very big deal. So I'm just trying to keep him calm, because like, I just don't want to be dealing that with this right now. Like at this moment, I was just like, come on. Dude. Or at any time. Yeah. <laughs> or at any time. So I get in a little bit of a defensive stance. I pull Carmel behind me because this whole argument right now is about a dog, the dog. He's focused on the dog right now. So yanking the dog. So at most it would be more like he's going to try and take the dog away from me. So yeah, I'm keeping the dog behind me and he starts to get out of his car. He opens up, he shuts it off, opens up his door and like starts to come towards me. And I was like, I'm, I wasn't really scared of the dude. I mean, I don't want to fight anybody. I try not to. It's not like I, I don't go out searching to punch somebody in the nose. Like I don't do that. I'm, I'm never looking to pick a fight. So when he starts getting out of the car towards me at that moment, I was just like, okay, I'm going to end this right now. And I, I'm still, I'm not, I don't regret it. It's just more of, I don't feel like I should have done this, but I apologized to him. It was like, I apologized for nothing I did wrong, but it was like, I just, if he's ready and coming at me, like he could get jail time for this. Like I'm a, I'm a, a minor. If he would have even like touched mm -hmm. me at all, that could have been, he could have gone to jail for that. So at that moment, it was like, okay, he's, he's pretty much willing to go to prison right now to come at me and take this dog from me because he thinks I'm an abusive owner or something like that. So I just try and end it right there. So I go, sorry, sir, I apologize if I offended you in any way. And then like just silence. Like I, I said that really quick, just like firmly, just like I, I just wanted to end that right there. And then he looks at me, yeah. gives me another glance, and then walks back into his car and gets in. At that point, I'm breathing a sigh of relief. I was like, 
Oh my. Oh, close. That was close. Uh, and he gets back in and goes, said, take care of that effing dog at me. And then he floors it down the road full speed. And just like, he just blows past everything. Half me was hoping that there was a cop sitting at the end of the road waiting to catch him speeding down the road. Oh, yeah, that'd like be good. That. There are usually cops on the road who catch speeders because this is a high like speed road. A lot of people speed down this road that we're on. So I was half hoping that there was a cop there, but of course, the one time you want a cop to be there, there's not. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. I walked. I walked back home, and I was pretty like ticked. I was so mad. Like I was just like, oh my gosh. And I, I told my dad that he was like, "There's so many. There's this world's full of a holes. What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> so that was really Kyle neat. took his rage out on Isaac when he got home. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, to that or just. So, moral of those two stories, don't walk your dog. <laughs> really? Yeah. There you go. Both of those dogs, or both of those uh, stories have a similar context. <laughs> no, just that's, don't walk. That's, that's don't what I got out of general. it. Don't walk dogs. Don't walk. Don't get out of your house. There you go. Don't, don't leave your house. Perfect. Okay, Next and this, this should be the final <laughs> one. Uh, this one, a lot of people I've okay. heard, like a lot of people I've told. So... At this one, I was confused for a homeless thief. So, again, a little pretext in the story. I was uh, going, I was biking to uh, the gymnastics center here in our town to apply for a job there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I didn't get the job, but anyway, <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> that's beside that's the, beside point. the point. That's beside, that's the, beside point. the point. Uh, <laughs> So I was biking down towards the gymnastic center to uh, drop off a application and I'm biking down and this lady starts yelling at me. I pass her and she like gives me a weird glance and then shouts at me, Daniel, Daniel, get over here. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and I'm like, I'm not stopping. I'm not, I, my name's not Daniel. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm stopping to see this Daniel figure. She keeps shouting me, Daniel, Daniel, get over here. Stop that bike right now, Daniel. <laughs> so I keep going because again I'm not Daniel so I'm not stopping for nobody <laughs> <laughs> so I keep biking and I took a wrong turn usually I mean I, I guess I was more focused on the lady shouting Daniel at me but I didn't notice I took a wrong turn and I ended up at a dead end so I had to turn back around and she had run after me so I, I turned around the dead end and she blocked me off in the dead end and goes Daniel what are you doing over here and then she l- gives me a quick, like a really good glance and like, like looks at me up and down a few times. And then is like, you're not Daniel. And I go, <laughs> I look at her and I go, no, ma'am, I'm not. I'm not Daniel. <laughs> she goes, you look a lot like Daniel. <laughs> so she says, you look a lot like Daniel. Do you know Daniel? And I was like, no, ma'am. I know Daniel is. And then she goes, yeah, this Daniel guy, he stole my smokes and my wallet and my and I look at her and I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty serious. I mean, I'm glad it was Daniel after she looked at me. So she was like, she starts going on for a rant. It felt like 30 minutes. Honestly, it was probably like five minutes. It was a short <laughs> For me, I, it's just me more sitting there going, uh-huh, uh-huh. As she rants about this Daniel guy, she looks at me and goes, you know, Daniel? And I was like, 
no, 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 I don't know Daniel. And she goes, oh, do you know Daniel's friend so-and-so? And I'm like, no, I don't know who this uh, Daniel's friends are. And then she goes, oh, they live down by the railroad tracks. Do you know anybody who lives down there? No, I'm like, oh, crap, that's like the homeless area. No, that's like the, that's the camp area in our town. The, the, all the homeless go down there. So I was like, oh, no, she's talking about the homeless camp. So, and then she, um, she asked me if I have phone on me. And I do at this point, but it's not like a call. Like, you can't call with it. I just usually mu- use it for, like, music or yeah. Discord. So it's not a, uh, yeah. it's not a calling phone but mm-hmm. anyway so she asked me if i have a phone and so at first i'm thinking that and i was like no i don't have a phone which i did lie but even it, it's like yeah if this phone even well, I mean, if this it, phone it, could call somebody i'm not gonna give it to you to call this daniel guy who now is gonna have my number no thanks so exactly i tell her no and she's like oh i'm Oh, and then she starts ranting about Daniel again, stealing her smoke. She was really upset with <laughs> smoke. I, <laughs> I don't. So in my mind, I was like, "Man, you need to get some new friends." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's, again, she's standing there talking about Daniel, and she steps aside for a few seconds. And I'm like, "I'm sorry, ma'am. I hope you find your phone and stuff, but I, there's nothing I can really do." And she goes, "Oh, okay. Have a nice day. And if anybody says you calls you Daniel, now you know why." I was like, I guess there's some random. So I guess there's some random homeless thief out there who looks a lot like me. Yeah, and and stole and stole some smokes. lady stuff. So I'm, some lady smoke. I'm gonna ask you one of these days. You're, next time I see you. Oh no! One of these days you're gonna go. We're gonna be going to like past that railroad track. And you're gonna see somebody that looks exactly like Kyle. They're like, hey Kyle, what are you doing? And like, what are you doing? I'm Daniel. And I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, back in back. It's gonna be like Kyle with like black hair or something. Like back then, you remember that lady you stole those smokes from? <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, too good. That is great though. <laughs> stuff happened to me, like. Most most people don't have that kind of stuff happen to them, but I guess I'm abnormal person. You get you you go out more though. I feel like I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not really allowed to like go down. I mean, my road is not the safest place. I know that. Generally, I don't. Like, I wouldn't want to go I, down I, it even if I was a track full of homeless. Like, <laughs> yeah, each other. It doesn't sound like a pleasant place. Yeah. That no. No. Definitely not. No. No, but yeah, yes, <laughs> I I never had encounters with people like that. No, no, I'm never usually alone. Though I'm not usually alone when I'm going places. Neither like am I. Usually, I have like Hector or someone there. Oh yeah, another. This, this one's gonna be like a quick, like two minute story, like super quick. Me and Hector were going to Tractor Supply and coming back home, and this guy he's jogging along the road. Another weird experience. Most of them are with Hector, so if you asked Hector about him, he would probably tell you, but. Me and Hector going down the road, and this guy is jogging along, and I'm like, okay, that's just a, like in my mind, it's like, oh, that's a normal thing, someone jogging down the road. You see that a lot. That's just a normal thing for someone to do. But what's not normal is when he stopped dead in his tracks, looked up in the sky, and just shouted at the sky. <laughs> he just shouted random crap to the sky, and then started running. And I'm like, Hector, we can pull over here and watch him for a second because he's like in our way, and I don't want to go near him at this moment because. 
I don't like to associate with people who randomly yell at the sky <laughs> for no reason. Like, he, like he's calling the sky gods. What do you mean? That's a, that is a weird. That's a weird specific like like preference, Kyle. You don't like people who <laughs> scream at the sky. Yeah, for no reason. You have to have a reason. <laughs> sky. You have to. You have to have a valid reason to scream at the sky. <laughs> The funniest part, though, is he leaned. So he was walking towards the crosswalk, and he leaned right up against the pole. And there was a lady in a in her car with her window rolled down. And he's like leaned up against the pole, like propped up, you know, like uh, leaned up, had his like hip popped out, you know, that kind of lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he looked yeah, at her yeah. and waved at her, and the lady she looks at him and rolls up her window. <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, he like yoo-hoo. And she just like looks at and rolls up her window. And then he like looks at her all offensive like like he starts like getting like get a mad face and like, oh you're that what a horrible thing. She should have she should have she should have just been like he waved at her and she goes, Sorry, I don't I'm not into people who scream in the sky and then she just rolled up the window. And then I kid you not, he lifted up both his hands and ran across the street full bl- or like full speed on a red light. Or sorry, a green light. Like he raised his hands and jogged right across the. It's like the Yelm. It's the highway here, and uh, he just runs across it with his arms in the air, just like shouting or something like that. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe Dawson was right. Maybe the sky gods told him to run across the street, but on green. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) that was good. good. (laughs) Quick little funny story. So you have some questions for us, correct? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay, so here's my first question for you guys to answer. I'm, I don't have too much to add to this, but I'm going to see what your guys' reaction is. Would you rather, okay, go to man's camp or family – or sorry, not family camp, uh, summer camp. You know, those camps you go – the camp you guys go to? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A pretty valid question, so though, man- with the stuff going on this year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I feel like this is a trick or, question. Or church camp? Yeah, the church camp. Man camp or church yeah. camp? Uh, this is one of those things. Like if we pick um, normal camp, you're gonna. It's gonna say be wrong either way. Anymore. It's gonna be wrong. No, yeah, it's gonna be wrong either way. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. gonna be that. It's a trick question. I can't touch Kyle that much. Um, I'm gonna say definitely normal camp, summer camp. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I I love I love man camp. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. Church camp is very, and it, it, it's helped me with like a lot of things, especially like uh, social anxiety and stuff. And not that man camp hasn't taught me things. Like, man camp has more like taught me like don't leave Andrew and Isaac by themselves in the woods. That's kind of all it really taught me. Don't give, or, uh, don't give uh, Ryan Davis five bucks to do something. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I really, we really learned a lesson there. We really learned a lesson that time. But yeah, Don't summer camp is too good to miss. Yeah, that's it is true, Kyle. You're, you 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 got to go. Not this year, not this year. But you know, when when we don't have a pandemic, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like those happen. All I time. haven't been to that specific summer camp, but I've been to camps similar to it. And the thing I like about man's camp more than the other camps is like if something happens to you, there's like way greater story in man's camp. It's like, <laughs> better. Okay. So what about your yeah, thing, I'll like? What happens like, at like, man camp stays at man camp, though. Yeah, you can't no, tell everybody. No, there's got there's like some things though that are like funny to tell. Like uh, if you got like sick or something at like from what my experience, I have gotten sick at summer camp before. But it's like, oh man, like this, you're, like 
talking to somebody. Oh, man, that was so sad. You got sick and missed so many things. Like, come on. And then man's camp, it's like, dude, do you remember that point you threw up in airsoft and passed out? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, I realized something was wrong when I was shooting at two different people and I was missing so bad. It's like, and then the guy's true. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, this would have been awesome it's like, if it actually happened. And then it's like, oh, dude, yeah, no, I remember that. But strangely enough, I only remember one person. Oh, yeah, that could have been. Like, just like the talk is different. You're, you're all about the stories. Am I, am yeah, no, it is. You really yeah, are. Yeah. I love the stories. I'm, I love the stories. So he, loves a, he loves a good story. He loves a good story. Yeah, but yeah, for sure, I got to go 100% church camp. My bad. Church camp? Sorry. Oh, come on. Yeah, sorry about, sorry about that, bud. Are we having oh, – never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to follow up with a different Okay, question. wait, do you have another one it's for us, It's irrelevant. Kyle? Okay, this one I'll end with my own, like a quick little, another short story, but awkward moments. Have you ever had like a, something happen, like a, you're doing something and then someone tells you that you're not supposed to do that, but like without knowing you did that? Have you ever had that? Like, a, here. Uh, uh, I don't know. You, tell, wait, uh, tell us yours uh, first. Off the top tell of us yours first. Uh, uh, okay, so this is a story I haven't told anybody other than Cody, and that was like a week ago. Like, it's another recent thing. And so I was like 11 or 12. So I was still pretty, a a little bit younger. And I was staying at my grandpa's and we went to this gun expo or something like that. So we go to a lot of those. Those are fun to go to and just see all the stuff that they have there. And you can find all kinds of stuff. Like I think my favorite thing I found there was a gold, a gold plated desert Eagle. That was like the coolest thing. I saw. Those are awesome. Or the fully automatic rubber band guns. Those things were cool. (laughs) Oh, that sounds cool. I had so many ideas. The problem is it takes forever to load, but I had so many ideas with, like, spraying Cody or whatever with the rubber bands. It was, like, 50 rubber bands, like a Tommy gun. It looks so cool. Mm. But I bought this knife sharpener. Like, it was a multi-tool sharpener. And it had this weird, like, cutting wheel. Like, just a weird wheel on the back. And I'm trying to figure out what it does with my grandpa. So my grandpa's sitting there, and we're sitting at his glass table. And... I'm looking at it and I start playing with it. Like, you know, it's a fun little wheel and you're just wheeling across the table and my grandpa's on the computer looking at it and I stopped doing it. And he looks at me and goes, Oh yeah, that's a glass cutter. And I look at him and I'm like, I'm wheeling it back and forth on a glass table. (laughs) So I look at him and he goes, if you were to roll this across my table, push down really hard and roll it across my table a couple times, you could probably break my table. And I'm just looking at, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, oh crap! In my mind, I'm just like, I'm freaking out in my mind, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I never told him I did that, by the way. The table still. <laughs> also, to note, as far as I know, that table has not broken yet, so we're good. We're good. Oh my gosh, Kyle! Have you ever done anything like that? Is my question. Like just like. Oh. Uh, I don't know. See, the problem with anything. Uh, and not off the top of my head, I'd have to think about it for a while. Yeah, I honestly have to think about this question. Um, the only thing, I mean, it's not really exactly, uh, no, it's probably the opposite. I think it's the opposite. Like, it's like not something that isn't allowed that I'm, that I'm doing that, like, I didn't know. It's more the opposite. It's like something that is, I think, allowed. But like, I thought it was very, very much like a bad thing. And actually, I was planning on saying this on one of the podcasts anyway, but it's kind of funny. As a kid, my sister... My older sister, uh, one time we went to like, I don't know, some kind of like McDonald's or something. 
and she showed me she was like she went up to like the drink thing and she was like she put like coke and then she put a little bit of like root beer in it she's like i was like oh my gosh she just mixed the drink and i'm like no way and so so as a kid like i was i don't know probably like eight or nine years old i thought this was like the craziest thing ever i thought you would get in trouble like in trouble for this so for like for the longest time i'd go i'd go to like restaurants or something like that where you can do like refills and stuff like that and I'd go up there and I'd like look around, like like okay, is anybody looking at me? Like I'd be like, I'd always be like super like, I'd always feel like I was like on a, like, 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 on a spy mission. And I'm like, and I, I'm like, I like look, I'm like, I like quickly do a go like, and I'm like, okay, done. And I'm like, I like do it like super fast, and I'm like, and like, I would checking like, your back, make sure like the workers or whatever, you know. I would always just look at like the workers, making sure they're not looking like wait till the second they were like handling a customer or something or doing something. I'd be like. <laughs> okay and then I just put the lid on like run and I thought it was like the like I'm now looking back and I'm like that's stupid nobody's gonna be like hey you're mixing the drink stop that get back here it's like the, the like, same brand too so you're not even like mixing uh different brands either it's exactly it's not like I'm like mixing Sprite with Coke that just sounds awful I'm not doing that but like yeah I just I always thought that was like the worst thing ever and I was always like free I would always just be super paranoid I'd be like sweating scenes, you know where like the guy's like it just shows his eyes and he's like sweat dripping <laughs> like wiping his forehead <laughs> like his hands slow like twitching back and forth with like the wire cutters but instead of seeing your door that's exactly <laughs> It's exactly what it feels like. I was like, oh gosh, they're gonna look at me because the security cameras are fine. They're gonna look me up. They're gonna find. Okay, but sure. you have to know me. I over, I, I overthink everything. So that's kind of how I thought. Okay, so that was my thought process. Anyway, Dawson, do you have an answer for this so we can just get off of my uh, embarrassing <laughs> subject? Uh, wait, you talking? This is a quick thing to do with that. I think Sprite and Coke are the same product, right? The same brain. They are. I yeah, think. I think yeah. they're. I think they're made by the same people, but I mean, you don't want to mix no, that. No, no. I would, I would shoot the next the person I saw doing that. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Those flavors are not uh, meant to mix. <laughs> wait, that's a Wago. Somebody get him. <laughs> anyway, Dawson, you got anything? Uh, okay, so let's um, just go to what do we want to do? You want to do airsoft stories, or are we want to go straight to picking teams? Oh, we can do picking teams. I mean, I'd be... I, 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 ha- I have an airsoft. Okay, yeah, okay. we can go airsoft. It's, it's pretty embarrassing, but I like to talk about this one. And everybody knows this one. You guys know this one very well. Kyle was with me with this one. Okay. Uh, I, wait, I don't know if Dawson was with me, too. I think we were on the same team. I don't remember. Anyways, uh, last man camp. Was it last? Yeah, it was last man camp. We had that place where we had the airsoft and stuff. And it was me... I think Kyle Barrett, I think, and Hunter, maybe. It was, I think that was it. I know Kyle was there. I think it was Barrett, too. And uh, everybody ran out of bullets. I think one of us got shot. I think everybody got, and then, and then Kyle was there. I was going to get to Kyle. I was way, I was away from you guys. We split up 2v2. So we had Kyle and Barrett on one place, and then me and I think Hunter or whoever was with me. And, um, and everybody was going, and usual me, I don't really go right at somebody unless like they come to me and so I was kind of like sitting back a little bit and I was kind of trying to go from long range and it ends up being long story short everybody start everybody ends up being killed and so and all of a sudden I hear Kyle go Jeffrey or I think it was Kyle yeah I was like Jeffrey Jeffrey 
Cody's coming around the corner. So I'm like, uh, okay, this is it. This is it. I'm like, I got, I got uh. plenty of ammo. I can take him. So I'm, I start charging. I'm like, I got this. I never had this much confidence in airsoft. So I'm like, I got this. I'm running, running, running. No, no, no. Kyle, you said no, no. You didn't say Kyle. I said Cody. You said you had, Cody Cody's coming, coming around the corner. Cody has no ammo. doesn't have any ammo. I said he's in. <laughs> yeah, he has no ammo. So I'm like, sweet. Free shot. So I'm like running, 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 running. I turn the corner. So there's like a little entranceway. And I turn the corner. I see Cody. Like I'm chasing down Cody. He turns where he, I go over to this uh, entrance place and he turns around, comes back at me, has a gun. He goes, Surrender or die. And I just go, ah, Yeah, that was I yelled at Jeffrey. I was like, Jeffrey, come on, son. Come on. I literally just told you. I literally, and looking back, I know even if Cody had ammo, he wouldn't shoot me from that close. We were not that. We were very close. Like, I turned around and he, no, he like, shot whipped you around. Right. If he had ammo and you chose to point the gun at him. <laughs> well, true. But I'm just saying, though, like, I don't know if it was as, as likely, but still. Honestly, I mean, like, he probably would think if he had ammo. Honestly, he probably never even have, said surrender or die. That's, just, what, that's what I was about to say. I feel like if he had ammo, he'd just turn around and shoot. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, I don't know what my thought process was, but like as usual, an airsoft, I'm just so frantic and like worried that I just kind of like just I just just forgot what Kyle told me just like two seconds ago that Cody has no ammo, and for some reason it worked on me, <laughs> and I will never live it down. I will always hear that story, but I like it. I like that story. It's funny, but it's yeah, it doesn't give me a good story. credit for airsoft. A good, a good laugh at man's camp. That was a pretty good fun time. That was, uh, yeah, Cody will, I will never, yeah. Oh, what about, uh, that one. what was it with Cody and torturing you in man camp? Remember when we played Mafia, you know, we like, we played for like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already know what I'm talking about. We played like, yeah, and Jeffrey had like nothing. Like he was like uh, innocent for like the entire two hours and whatever. And he finally gets a Mafia card and you're, you're pretty excited, right? Like, uh, yeah, I was super excited because I've never gotten Mafia like that whole night. Yeah. And so. I was always a civilian. Jeffrey has his back to Cody and Ryan's campsite, which is literally just Ryan's truck. They were sleeping in the back of it. And Cody walks up and he's tired or something like that. He just wants to go to bed and we're up keeping him up like we usually do at man's camp. We stay up late. Anyway, he walks up behind Jeffrey, looks at Jeffrey, sees he's mafia and goes, guys, Jeffrey's mafia. <laughs> I had uh, uh, everyone. Yeah. So naturally, he, he literally just walks out and goes, ah, oh, Jeffrey's mafia. Jeffrey, I very rarely see you mad. And every, every time you're mad, it's usually like, it's like very slightly. But at that moment, like I saw all the anger in your face. You were so upset was, with that. That was. I was so disappointed. I was. So, uh, actually, the, I, that was one of the few times I've gotten pretty mad at a friend. Uh, the other time was that when uh, Kyron. Uh, teased me and said he, he ate my Twinkie, and then I got really mad. It was <laughs> got, I got well. It was because it was the last one. It was a banana flavored one, and I was so looking forward to it after a day of BBS. And he said he ate mine. That doesn't sound. Anyway, there's a whole other story. <laughs> the banana. <laughs> a whole other story. A banana Twinkie doesn't sound that good to me. It sounds a lot like deep fried butter. It's good. It's, no, it's really good. Have you ever you heard of deep fried butter before? Yes. Sadly. No. I've never had it, though. Or deep-fried Twinkies, both of those. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, let's just – you want to move on to picking teams? Yeah, go, let's go ahead. 
All right. How are we going to do this? Let's get into picking themes. Um, so, Kyle, can you explain the, the the theme of this picking team? Like, what are we picking? Okay. So, so Because you know the, the most knowledge on it. So, uh, I don't know how many people uh, watch the news lately. I mean, fake news. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of news is pretty uh, one-sided, if I had to say. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, recently on but the, anyways. recently on the news, uh, they've added a sixth branch of the military, which is pretty crazy to me. They haven't ad- done that since 1949, and that was with the addition of the Air Force. The Air Force was created in 1949, after like towards the end of World War II. Originally, it was called the Army Air Corps, so it was just a branch off the Army. Wow, Kyle coming at us with the military facts. I know. I love it. I love it. I've never, I've never heard this stuff. Keep it coming. Anyway, that's the first. This is the first new branch they've added since the Air Force, and it's a really cool uh, idea. It's called the Space Corps. So it's a uh, space force. All right, that's kind of intriguing. What's interesting about it, though, is they're tasked with defending space. The big problem, though, is according to the Geneva Convention, you're not allowed to weaponize space. So it's pretty controversial. <laughs> it's like it's like let's create a military branch that can defend space. Everyone else just like <laughs> you can't put weapons up there, dummy. <laughs> but so it's still pretty cool though. Like uh, their flag is really interesting. Just like they also their symbol, their symbols and stuff are very similar to the Air Force. All their like medals and. Uh, so it's just all a bunch of new stuff. Well, anyway, going along with that, we're going to choose some uh, people, teams for uh, space. So, like, the three categories for people to choose would be your science guy. Who would you want for your science guy to hold, like, most mm-hmm. information? Who would your soldier be? So who would, mm-hmm. who would you have out in space with you to kind of defend you? I mean, I don't know against what, like, unless you believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Not which. <laughs> I don't really believe in uh, intelligent life on other planets because there's not much uh, intelligent life on this planet. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, finally a builder because, well, if you've done any kind of reading in space, you know, they're planning on doing a lot of buildings and stuff like that. A lot of building and uh, setting up like uh, agricultural areas and heck, even they're trying to create 3D printers to print out uh, parts and stuff to fix spaceships or, uh, maybe even set up shelters with a 3D printer, which is pretty cool, too. Okay, so, Kyle, you are picking first, then it'll go Jeffrey, then me last. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. All right, I'm not, I, I, I won't deny that. So, what are we, do you want to just, yeah, just start with so, all three yeah. of them, or just category by category? Let's just go one one by one, so you go one. And, like, I'll yeah, you, you can pick any category. You don't have to, we don't all have to pick the same category in this round. Yeah, we'll just go whatever. We just have to do our three. So for my science, I'm probably gonna go with Hector. Hector, he's a pretty, like, he's he's kind of got that entertaining, crazy factor and uh, <laughs> and uh, reckless. Well, not really. It's calculated recklessness, if that's really a thing. That's the perfect way to put it. No, that's just a great way to put it. It's like he knows his limits and he knows the risk in it. But if it fails, it's not gonna fail too bad. Okay. But anyway, also pretty smart in uh, science. Well, not science, but like uh, mechanical stuff. Like he's a pretty good mechanic. It's part like he knows a lot about of science and uh, engineering and stuff like that. So I think he'd be a pretty good pick, as well as the fact he's a pretty 
good or a good individual to have with you. Yeah. Okay, Jeffrey. So I'm also going to start with my scientist because I don't know if people are going to choose him or not, but I just wanted to keep, I just want to lock him down for my scientist. And that is <sighs> Andrew. I don't know. I know, I know, I know, I know. He's got that crazy factor, I, I, but without the fact I mean, of him going to... It's basically, heck, yeah, it's exactly what you're... Actually, I don't know if it's calculated uh, uh, chaos. Um, <laughs> it's just more of just, he's just pure chaos. But like, I, like, like you said, he's a good companion. He's very intelligent in science. I know a lot of people are, but like, um, but Andrew is probably one of the most, uh, the one of the ones I can think of the, fa- the fastest. And also, yeah, I just a good companion. Also, I just think he'd 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 be my lead scientist. I was gonna anyway, pick. I was gonna pick Andrews. That's all I got. And I was ah. <laughs> my reasoning was gonna be because he's watched Phineas and Ferb, and in Phineas and Ferb, they build a space <laughs> station. A lot of people is oh Phineas my gosh. and Ferb. Oh it's verb logic. We can also like breathe in yes. space or something like that. You could that. probably build like those surfboards <laughs> in space that they were yes. writing in that one episode. And apparently the dairy, bars, the dairy farm uh, bars, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, let me see. Ah, I might as well just go with you guys. I will go yeah. Zane for my scientist purely, yeah. <laughs> purely okay. because I could see him. As a mad scientist. <laughs> what? Why would you want a mad scientist? In my opinion, like they're gonna, they're the most likely to stab you in the back when. But you're he's the most the likely. They're the most likely to build something really cool, though. It's like, oh crap, oh crap, we're flying into that star. We need, we need to fix the steering wheel now. And then Zane would like get in the escape pod or something and just leave you there. No, like, he's gonna, he's gonna kinda... do some crazy maneuver that just barely uh, gets us out of there. That's what the kind of stuff a mad scientist would do. He is my mad scientist, and I'm sticking with it. Your turn. Okay. Okay. Kyle, my you're up my, my pick again. Okay. Yep, uh, yep. For my builder, I'm gonna have to go with Cody, my my older brother Cody, Cody Yeager. Oh, okay. Just, he's okay. got like uh, he's doing a lot of welding classes and stuff like that, and he's pretty good with that, like you know, building stuff. He's pretty good at it, uh-huh. so. I think he'd be my pick, and I hope he wouldn't betray me at some point. If things you were really worried about someone bad. betraying you in space, <laughs> yes, I would. Hey, Kyle is the way to go. No, 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 no. Kyle's worried about somebody betraying him because he's wanting to be the one to betray uh, them. Cody. He doesn't want to. Make, he wants no, to. Make I'm sure, being more he wants to make sure nobody else. That Dawson just leaving his team like that. Come on, dude. You you've robbed enough. You robbed me enough in <laughs> Minecraft, and uh, you've proven yourself in Minecraft. What kind of person you can be in desperate situations? <laughs> Woo! I love it. Shot fired. Shot fired. <laughs> Is it my turn? I'll, yeah. I'll I'll take it as my turn. Okay. So, um. My builder uh, ones are a little weak, so I'm just going to go with Soldier. So the, for the first time in Jeffrey Podcast history, I'm going to pick, for my Soldier, Hunter Kayford. Ah, that's uh, not a bad um, Because I just, I'm, I'm trying to change it up, and I feel like I, I do a lot of the same people, and I feel like I tried to remember all my people that I chose before, and I realized I have not chosen Hunter. So... And also, I have a valid reason. He's really good at airsoft. He plays airsoft all the time. 
Um, and he he knows enough about weapons enough that he would probably help me out because I know nothing about weapons. And so um, that's my pick for my soldier. That's all I got. I feel like so, Ian awesome. looks like an astronaut. I, that's what I was thinking. Is, I feel like he has Ian? the face of an astronaut. <laughs> he really does, though. Like I feel like I could, I could totally I could picture him slow walking towards a spaceship in like smoke. I could I could. T- Dude, he, he, he like just no, but like playing in the background, you know. Yeah. yeah, but like if you look, if you look like like those pictures of like all the astronaut, astronauts, you could totally picture even yeah, like yeah. those suits and just like I don't know, he just so monkey suit, it, it, you know. It is He's so Neil Einstrom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. What's up? What, what you got? What you I'm got? gonna pick my builder, and I'm gonna go with Ryan Smith. Oh, and dude, this is purely because <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be able to design this well in like the interior it's gonna have a good interior design like we're gonna have a nice lounge area this thing's gonna be nice no this okay. is a house Jeff logical with the situation and Dawson's just like I'll just pick whoever <laughs> no, no you know is... what if you listen to any of the other episodes usually it's the other way around Dawson has a lot more logical than I am I just thought about these this time I really yeah, thought about that like we like the uh, highly skilled uh, astronaut and Dawson's like I like the look of the monkey <laughs> I mean that's what it feels like right now anyways <laughs> Kyle why don't you do your last pick my soldier the soldier yes uh I'd say so. You guys who uh, has Ian no. been chosen yet? I, I heard no, talk no, about no, Ian. No, no. We just talked about yeah, you. Ian as my soldier. He <laughs> looks like a soldier and an astronaut. He fit perfectly in there. He does. He really does. He has the that kind of attitude, you know. He too, also so. could look. Yeah, I, I would, could also see him as a firefighter. Sorry, that's really <laughs> off. That's, that's really, you know what? I, he has I, a I, look I, of a cop I, too. I'm I'm picturing him. Space firefighter cop. You know? I'm picturing him in different careers right now, and I could just totally see it. I could just see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting off subject. I just wanted to say that. All right, Kyle, continue <laughs> your reasoning. So, oh, Ian's just like he has he that kind of look. attitude. He, I think he'd be a good soldier. He, yeah. he, he's got, and Dawson's just concerned about the look. I'm concerned about the skill. He's a pretty. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I, a pretty good guy. Like. I get along well enough with him, and he's a pretty, uh, as far as I can tell, while while playing airsoft, which isn't the most accurate of military. <laughs> it's completely accurate, Kyle. Complete, totally accurate battle sim. <laughs> that is the reason why I will never be in the military. You know, because of how I do airsoft. So my pick for uh, my last pick for builder, um, because my builder was Ryan Smith too. Um, I did have another one. Uh, who was actually my first pick? Ryan was my second pick, actually, though, because I was, I was, I was thinking Dawson was gonna pick her. I'm gonna change it up because we haven't cho- chosen any girls, and also it, it popped in my head because I was thinking of who who would be a good builder, and builder is honestly the hardest one to figure it out. But I did. I'm gonna do Abby Phipps, only because she was talking about crafting the other day, and I was like, huh. I wonder if she's good at building. I'm sure she probably is. I I don't have her, <laughs> but um, I'm just going off uh, faith and belief. So Abby, don't don't feel me now. You are now oh, a part of my very team. important part in um, faith. Without they, building, there's not really much like it, oxygen. You know, you can't really grow food. Kind of just minor details. Just sit minor there detail. in your empty spaceship, just kind of looking out and just like, okay, what do I do now? 
Yeah, that's why I need a good interior and also, design. I don't have and anywhere also, to put no, my picture but Dustin, Also, though, I'm just saying, though, girls naturally have a good sense of just, like, design and stuff, though, too. So I got I got that on top of it, too. I probably had really well-designed ships. Anyway, I'm just saying that's a solid pick. I think it's probably my best team to date. Just saying. That's pretty nice. Boom. Okay, also, my turn. Top that. Uh, for my last pick, and it is a soldier, I will pick... Cody Legrand. Okay, no, no, don't, don't diss it until you hear it. Okay. Okay. I didn't. So, Cody Ligzo, he is gonna accomplish the craziest maneuvers that will win us the space war. (laughs) If I tell him to shoot himself out of a cannon onto their ship, he's gonna do it, and that's gonna (laughs) win us the battle. Just like just... I, honest, honestly, <laughs> he would do that with no question. I can totally see it. He would totally do that with no. What do you want me to aim whatsoever? Cut it, cut get the cannon out. <laughs> I'm gonna aim with my head. Bam! Like the berserker style. You guys actually... ever read about the berserkers in history? You know, you know what berserkers are. You, uh, yeah, briefly, it's like. Yeah. Those guys are ridiculous. So for those of you who don't know about berserkers in, well, history, they're like uh, Vikings back in the day who would hop themselves up on mushrooms and would go crazy. And the fact that they were so hopped up on mushrooms, they couldn't feel pain, so they could clash into a line until pretty much they died. Wow. That's my Cody Luxo. Here's some mushrooms, now go! I think back then, though, berserkers was like a, a family game. thing. So, like, you had a family of berserkers. <laughs> so it's like you got the crazy family, you know. That's what my space force is called: the berserkers. The berserkers. Oh, I didn't think of okay, name. so my I'll team: the mad scientist Zane, the interior designer Ryan Smith, and the berserker Cody. Uh, I think you got. Make it off and the ground. My... I think Cody would take take control of the ship and crash it somewhere. <laughs> like I am the captain now. Um, and then, and then my team is the great scientist Andrew, the uh, awesome soldier Hunter, and the better interior designer Abby. And then for me, I got Hector. Kyle, for my scientist, I got Ian as my soldier, and then I got Cody. Jaeger, my older brother, as the builder. Uh, All right. I, I like this one. Know, this this one was different. Honestly, I like this switch up, and honestly, I think we should keep uh, keep on these uh, these very interesting swapped up a little bit more uh, uh, picking teams. I enjoyed this yeah. one. This was really fun. This one was really. It got me thinking. This had to. I had. I put a lot <laughs> of thought into like this one. Monkey. This one was, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not calling Zane, Cody, or uh, who is your other one, Dawson? Ryan. Zane and Ryan. Ryan, I'm not calling you guys I monkeys, know. but we're gonna have the best Dawson. time in space. I'm all, telling you. All, all the the only thing Dawson Dawson's like, uh, I'm gonna pick Cody because I can shoot him out of a cannon. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Ryan because he can design my room. Well. Is that a regulation cannon? Is that a regulation uh, size dude, space? Is that a regulation? <laughs> uh, I feel like this episode was uh, all no. stories. 
It really was though, but I think it's balanced well. I think we really, I think, I think we, I think it was good because we don't usually have too many stories actually. So I think it's, I think it's good to have this every once in a while. But yeah, I think this, I think this was a solid episode. I liked this yeah. a lot. It was fun. I gotta have you on another time. It's a lot of fun too. I love talking about stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> You're good at telling them. Very good at telling them. The stories, to, like, you know, back in my day. Bring it back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you show old grandpa. Kyle. Back in my there day, go. I got that's, that's your... I, I got nearly kidnapped. Got into a fight with a random guy over a dog. And, uh, and, uh, 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 and got confused for a homeless thief. <laughs> Named Daniel. <laughs> Named Daniel. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kyle. For coming on hoodie and flannel, yeah, thank you. Yep. very welcome. It was a blast. No pun intended. <laughs> I get it, space. You know. Yeah, space, yeah, yeah. I didn't get. Yeah, no, he got, he got it. Unintended. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. This is chaos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man. This was fun, Kyle. Say goodbyes. Goodbye. Have a great time. See ya. Bye. See ya on the next episode.